Welcome to the About Sex Podcast. I'm Josh, and with me as always is my lovely wife, Angela Skirtu. Hi. Hi. Tell them who you are. <laughs> so I'm Angela Skirtu. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and an ASEC certified sex therapist. And my husband is moving my mic for me. Yeah. <laughs> so today I help. we have with us Sarah. So Sarah is a 25-year-old transgender woman currently going through the process of HRT, which is hormone replacement therapy. And in preparation for the final go of FFS, which is facial feminization surgery, and GRS, gender reassignment surgery, I understand why you want me to read this. <laughs> she is a recent college graduate and an artist. Cool. Ooh, what kind okay. of art? Yeah, tell um, us what art. Yeah, I do um, a variety of different mediums. My favorite is pen and ink, but I do cool. printmaking, painting, um, Graphic design, cool. We fashion love design, all kinds of stuff. Awesome. Yeah, we're yeah. big art so fans. So I wanted to start out by actually asking what those are. HRT. What is hormone replacement therapy? So HRT is um, the pro actually non-transgender people can also undergo HRT if they have a hormone deficiency, mm -hmm. like if a uh, male has low testosterone or a woman um, like after menopause. After for menopause, example. yeah, exactly. Um, so my doctor helps a lot of clients like that as well but for mm -hmm. in regards to transgender people hrt is basically getting your hormone levels to a place of a biological female or a biological male depending on what you're transitioning towards i see and it's just a bunch of pills yeah giving you yeah i take right now i take um you can do it by injection mm -hmm. um like shots which last a certain amount of time but i do it orally through with pills so mm -hmm. i have about four different ones I'm on at the moment. You take and them every day? Every day. Okay. Um, one of them twice a day. And uh, I get blood tests every couple of months to see where my levels are at. That's cool. I actually have an appointment next week. So I'm excited about that. Good to go. <laughs> okay. So what is, this one caught me off guard. What is facial feminization surgery? So for transgender people who... <laughs> are transitioning male to female mm -hmm. a lot of times um, after puberty the male characteristics set into place so a larger jaw typically mm -hmm. a more prominent nose um, a thicker brow bone mm -hmm. and um, just masculine features as a whole like facial mm -hmm. hair etc so FFS basically is the process of um, toning all that down to look as a the most likely a passable women, woman woman yeah mm -hmm. weird Oh, excuse me. We were talking a little earlier about how um, when you choose to transition, whether it's before or after puberty, uh -huh. can have a big difference in how you look Correct. after. Can you talk yes. about that? Yeah. So um, it's it's not as, as common, but, you know, there are some people who do transition pre-pubescently. -pu pre mm -hmm. um, either their parents are really supportive or they're, they have the means to do it. A lot of mm -hmm. people don't. Yeah. And, um, you know, when you do that, your hormones basically take care of it mm -hmm. for you so um if a male or someone born a male was transitioning to female and they started mm -hmm. hrt prior to puberty they would you know essentially go through puberty as a girl instead of as a male i see mm -hmm. so they wouldn't have to so the, the testosterone surgery. levels wouldn't be as high mm -hmm. um and their voice their, their voice, voice would never get deeper they would never drop they would never drop correct sense okay so which bathroom do you use oh. <laughs> <laughs> well right now because i am not um female passing i mm. use 
the male restroom, men's restroom, um, the more passable I become, the more likely I'll probably use the the women's restroom. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, if there's a line in the men's and not in the women's, I have no problem in, in, uh, you know, skipping the line. Yeah, she does the same thing. (laughs) Yeah, I'll use both. I don't care. Yeah, (laughs) she's like, there's too many women in there. (laughs) Well, they were. Sometimes they'll stay in there in their phones, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, guys, I have to pee. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, I mean, there's a whole, like, legal thing right. about, like, what's right. with the bathroom? Yeah. What are we going to so do? So, did you vote for Trump? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yes. I'm, of course. I love him. No. no. Um, <laughs> actually, I mean, all of that is really just a bunch of BS because, yeah. you know, five years ago before same-sex marriage was legal, mm-hmm. that was the that was the, the whole hot-button issue. Like, is it going to ruin the sanctity of marriage and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. of course, you know, after they lost that battle and gay people were allowed to get married okay well what can we do now who can we target now what minority can we you know demonize now Mm -hmm. so they moved on to trans people and made up a bunch of lies about how you know men cross-dress and go into women's restrooms like which is just which never happens it never happens if a man wants to assault a woman he doesn't have to dress up like a woman to do that. No, it's th- yeah. this isn't Bugs Bunny. No. Like, you don't have to right. go into drag to try to trick <laughs> yeah, somebody. This isn't the Three Stooges. This yeah. isn't Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Well, and to be fair, I mean, like, usually it's not done by a stranger. Actual assaults are usually exactly. done by people you know. Yeah, family love, members or friends. Hard. Yeah. yeah. Harder, actually. Siblings, um, relatives, parents, boyfriends, mm-hmm. girlfriends. Like, yeah. it's, just, it's, it's just a bunch of crazy dogma but you hit a good point i mean like it, it feels like our country always has to demonize something yeah. like there always has to be some threat and it has to be in the minority population of some sort yeah which, yeah why why do we have to have something we're against at all like can well, we like all be living in that's peace and harmony? how people yeah. drive the herd yeah fear yeah oh, it's like right. if you fear and shame yeah that's right. people <laughs> are afraid of the unknown yeah. um even with like the gay rights movement mm-hmm. um it's all it takes is someone to know someone as soon as somebody meets a gay person they're like oh they're not you know this this and that yeah, like they're, they're actually devil a worshippers person. trying to steal your baby right yeah. and so i think the more that um i have confidence even with today's political climate i really believe that the more trans people come out and the more mm-hmm. people get to meet one and get to know one mm-hmm. it, it's gonna be a lot better yeah yeah yeah, yeah it, it's the unknown people and we have a long a way to go but i have I have hope that it will eventually get there. I mean, if you asked me 10 years ago in high school if I ever thought gay marriage would be legal, I would have said no. And, yeah, I would have said the and, same thing three years ago. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. yeah. And yet here it is today. Yeah. So that's pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, so where are you in the transition process? So I've been on HRT for, um, what when was it? The fall of 2015 is when I started. So about, about two years. About two years. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I've gotten only a few procedures. I mean, I got my laser hair removal. Yeah. Um, I'm still in the process of that. Um, but I mean, this stuff is expensive. Like, you know, this is like, how much is it? Well, let's see. Everything. Thousands and thousands. thousands. Well, okay. For me, what right now I'm, you know, looking into, um, basically just, any type of facial surgeries it depends on what you get done some people don't get anything done some people want it all yeah um but it can range from like <clears throat> 10 to thirty thousand dollars just just for, for, just for your face yeah oh wow does insurance cover it at all or is no this all no out of pocket no i mean insurance plans will say that 
you know, certain things are covered in regards to like mm-hmm. the trans stuff. But I mean, do they really cover they, anything? Right. Well, they don't really cover a lot of stuff that yeah. they say okay. they do. Do they cover the hormone replacement stuff? Um. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, it's just a prescription. Yeah. So, okay. my insurance will cover that as a prescription. Okay. That's good. Um. But any type of but any aesthetic surgery or um like a plastic surgery cosmetic right? surgery yeah. is not covered. What about the actual reassignment surgery? I think that. It depends on the insurance coming. I know for me, it says that it is that, you know, those, you know, end steps are going to be somewhat um, covered. But Mm. the the guidelines to get it to be covered are so insane. And there's so many like loopholes Mm. that it's kind of like they have it there. But, you know, yeah, but it's very hard. How easy it is to accomplish. I don't know. Yeah. Have we'll you see. gotten any of the actual surgeries yet? Not or? yet, no. Okay. no. Do you know what your plan is for that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, right now I'm just working. Um, I'm just out of college. So, you know, that comes with financial debt as yeah. well. Oh, so yeah, you're, yeah. you start out the world in debt. Yeah, yeah. so I mean, for some, this is a <laughs> good, good point to make, though. For some people, um, displaying or portraying themselves as feminine or as masculine Mm -hmm. is really important to them so for trans people who maybe don't have a lot of money to have surgery or um really feel like to be themselves that they need to present as as feminine whether it's wearing having Mm -hmm. long hair wearing women's clothing you know some people really feel like that's their way of expressing that um which is completely valid and they're they I love their identity and yeah, and I think visuals. those people are very brave <clears throat> because when you have you know masculine esque features, but you're presenting as a woman, mm-hmm. you're gonna get dirty looks. You're gonna get discriminated against. It's more noticeable, right? Yeah. So for me, yeah. I kind of I don't feel the need to do that at the moment, mm-hmm. um, but obviously, eventually, that's gonna be the end goal. Yeah. Um, but I can, even though that's not my choice, I completely respect people who do that because i mean it's it's brave to do that Mm -hmm. so how long have you known you were a woman yeah so well probably from a very young age probably i don't know as as soon as i could distinguish the difference Mm -hmm. i knew it you knew right away from a young age however um i guess through elementary school, it was really prominent. Like, I was incredibly feminine. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't until, like, I guess puberty where I kind of kicked just... This is all, like, unconsciously think, doing this. But, yeah, you know, around puberty is when I kind of, like, just forgot. or just, You forgot? Yeah. I kind of kind of pushed, pushed it to the side, pushed it to the back of my mind. Yeah. Um, and so when you're like, especially when you're discovering your sexuality, mm-hmm. um, it's, you you know, people want to label things. So I was like, okay, well, I'm, you know, a boy and I like boys, so I must be gay. Mm-hmm. Um, and also at that time, you know, just even the thought of there were no trans people in the media. There was not, you know, drag culture wasn't as popular as it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, so like there was no one for me to look at and see like, Oh, I, I identify with that. There wasn't, there was no, there was barely gay people on TV unless right. it was, unless they were like the butt of a joke. Yeah. So you're trying to define yourself based on what examples you have. Yes. Available. And that's why representation is so important. People, you know, think it's not, but 
for for you know growing up it really does affect people positively when they have someone yeah to see to look up to oh this is possibly what it is right you know so that was just put but all this time i was identifying as a gay man i was miserable like miserable like but i didn't know why you didn't know why no and i was like like what i i just don't i i don't connect obviously i have tons of gay male friends and i i love them but i'm Mm -hmm. just saying i didn't feel what they felt and i didn't know what was wrong with me and i thought you know i also had incredible um issues with like body dysmorphia and like i would you know just hated how i looked and stuff like that but i didn't know why Mm -hmm. um so you know two and or two years ago when i kind of decided to like really you know come to terms with everything Mm -hmm. i kind of put a lot of the, the pieces together and realized oh you know i don't actually hate the way i look it's the it's the masculine features about myself that bother me. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. the facial hair. I was like, why do I care so much if I have facial hair or not? If that's just a normal trait of being a man, mm-hmm. you know? And then I realized, Oh, it's because I'm not a man. You're not a man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so when you started to figure that out about uh-huh. yourself, you started to come out to people. Yeah. What and was- also increased my confidence a lot. Yeah. You okay. know, cause even though I don't look the way I exactly want to look at right now, I know more about myself than I ever did before, and that's that gives people confidence, and yeah. you know, to thine own self be true. Yeah, yeah. and I know, like, I know the path I want to be on, and it's just like brings a lot of security, personal security. Yeah. Um. Sorry, what was the question? Well, I was just asking <laughs> coming about out, coming out to people like uh-huh. family and friends. What's that been like? Yeah. Well, I mean, when you think about with a lot of gay women and gay men, they will have that middle ground where they're like, well, maybe I'm bisexual, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, maybe I'm just, you know, bi or experimenting, whatever. So for me, I had a typical, uh, a common situation. It was like, at first I was like, well, maybe I'm just neither. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm just, you know, non-gender conforming or gender queer or just, I don't have, I don't fit in into either groups. Right. And that was for like the beat of my own drum. That was for like a week. <laughs> that was a week. That was like a week, and then I was like, that was no. an intense week. I was like, no, <laughs> f that. So much happened. <laughs> I'm like, f that. I want to have boobs and a vagina and be, you know, I want to be a woman. I am a woman. I want to, mm-hmm. you know, live the rest of my life this way. Yeah. Um, and there was a huge wake up call and it kind of was like, wow, like a lot of things I was so insecure about in the past, it like made sense mm-hmm. to me. And I was like, wow, OK, so this feels really right. You know, mm-hmm. as a gay man, I, I didn't I didn't this I never was like, this feels right. No, I, it was always, you know, something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something um, you off. just felt a little off. Yeah. It wasn't exactly. Which is not to, to say like I I love the gay community, mm-hmm. you know. Anyone in the, you know, acronym of LGBT, ABC, EFG, whatever, um, <laughs> I, I, well, they, I, I have stand in solidarity with them and I, yeah. and I love them. I, yeah. I love, you know, all my gay friends and all my straight friends, too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And it's a different experience for them, yeah. too, by the way. Like, and they're know. really supportive, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and so it's not to say that just because somebody is uh, feeling gay that they're trans, it's not. But even trans that you're gay or you're right. straight, you can have uh, like different sexual orientation based on whether you're yeah, trans I or mean, not. So yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, like, it's, it's what an is, interesting. Thing. So 
gay versus transsexual, drag queen versus trans. Yeah. And yeah, so there's it's tell us about what's all the difference. Yeah, <laughs> so it's really confusing for a lot of people, especially mm-hmm. if you don't grow up in like the gay scene right. where you get to see drag shows and mm-hmm. especially now with like TV shows like RuPaul's Drag Race that it's on VH1 now. It's yeah. completely yeah. mainstream. It's more common nowadays. These yeah. drag queens are now like celebrities in their own right. Um so um I guess to break it down, uh, a drag queen is somebody who performs as mm-hmm. a caricature of a woman. So that's why you see drag queens have huge hair, huge boobs. Oh, yeah, they have the big, you know, overdrawn, overdone, makeup. overdone makeup. And that's, Better makeup than even I do, really. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's not, they're not, they're not trying to look like a biological woman. They are playing a caricature of what society thinks are female traits so they play it all up they play they like over over sex themselves like do their crazy crazy outfits and stuff mm-hmm. like that and so you can be trans and be a, a drag performer mm-hmm. but i would say most drag queens are you know gay just gay i mean you can be straight but most of them are gay men mm-hmm. who don't identify as being a woman but they like to perform right in this way mm-hmm. um and it's an outlet for them to have, you know, creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's more acceptable for women, I think, to experiment with like fashion than men. So a lot of times, I know when ga- when guys are getting into drag, they're like, "Oh, this I can like create a look." You know, it's like an art. Mm-hmm. They want to create a look. They want to put on a performance. Right. Yeah. Um, and there are, you know, there actually are some <clears throat> pretty well known transgender drag performers as well. So they're, you know, they live as a woman off mm-hmm. the stage. But when they're on stage, they still have the cool costumes, cool makeup, do the lip sync, do the singing. Right, but they don't go around in the normal life with that over the top. Some, right. Yeah, no, Some, not right. with the over the They don't top. have like yeah. the giant beehive. Right, right, right. Overdone yeah, yeah. makeup. <laughs> they, they more just dress like a woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's how they feel. Um, yeah. And when you go to a lot of drag shows, you'll see, you can kind of tell, like, you'll see people with, you know, those aren't pads. Those are real boobs, mm-hmm. um, you know, or... You know, it's but that's what's great about um, one of the things I love about the gay community is you don't need to be you you don't have to stick to one lane. You, you can, don't have to you, conform to yeah some yeah label yes. right. It's nice, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, now moving beyond that, uh, what were some of the other ones you mentioned? Uh, it was transsexual, gay, drag queen. Yeah, uh, so yeah, cisgender is another. Cisgender, one. yeah. So I'll start off with <laughs> that first. So cisgender is basically the opposite of transgender, so people who identify with the biological sex they were given to at birth. Okay. So if you were born a, a male with male parts and you identify as a male, then you're cisgender. Then you're cisgender. Mm-hmm. Same with female. So pretty much everyone who's not transgender right. or whatever the things in between. Sure. Um but uh, going back to the orientation, sexual orientation versus gender identity, a lot of people, especially straight people who aren't exposed to this, they mm-hmm. they get very confused. I've had to explain it to a lot of my friends, but <laughs> um, you know they they are like, you know, well, aren't they different? And aren't they the same? No. Well, no. your sexual orientation is what you're attracted to. Mm-hmm. So if you identify as male and you're attracted to men you're gay. If you identify as female and are attracted to men, you're a heterosexual female Mm -hmm. and vice versa. Um, Gender identity is just how you decide to portray your yourself or identify yourself as. So there are... So it's not a sexual thing when it comes to transgender. 
right? No, it's not. And, yeah. um, you know, the term transsexual is just, it's not offensive at all. But it's just an older mm-hmm. term. Yeah. So, you know, before people kind of knew more about the psychology behind it and the research mm-hmm. and the difference between sex and gender, mm-hmm. you know, transsexual is just a term that made more sense for the time but it's not it's by no means like a bad word it's just an older it's a more dated Mm -hmm. terminology Mm -hmm. um but well but there are misunderstandings yeah sometimes people think that uh somebody might be transitioning for a sexual reason right like they feel that their identity is a problem and so it, it is different whereas like with the orientation stuff it's like no, sexually, I am attracted. This is this yeah. is a sexual thing that I am interested in other men or other yeah. women or right. And everybody. that's not, it's, that's not something you have to transition into. I mean, mm-hmm. that's like just how you feel. So, yeah. are there transgendered women who are still uh, attracted straight to women? Then, like, yeah, absolutely. Or yeah, I, I mean, there's considered straight. Yeah, like, there's yeah. plenty. So, I guess the way you would right. phrase it, and this might be like mind-boggling to some people but mm-hmm. for me it's pretty simple it's like if you are you know being born biologically a, a male mm-hmm. and you've always been attracted to women mm-hmm. regardless of if you transition or not you're always going to be if attracted to women mm-hmm. so if you transition in you know into a woman a woman yeah. then you could say you're a lesbian you could say you just like women i mean you don't have to mm-hmm. call it anything but i guess they would be considered like a lesbian, like yeah, sure. a, a lesbian trans woman. Yeah. Well, and some people just identify as pansexual, where basically yeah. you just, I just fall in love with a person. Yeah. I yeah. can fall in love with any person, male, female, anything. <laughs> See, I always thought that was Peter Pan. That was yeah. Peter yeah. Pan. It was like, oh, they are only attracted to Peter Pan. They're only attracted what? to pirates yeah. and fairies. Arr! Yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds sexy. <laughs> one, of my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite new t shirts says, uh, I'm so fly, I never land. And it has Peter oh, Pan. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it's very cute. That's my favorite. I love that shirt. All right. Well, so hold on. Um, okay. So then you you said you've been um, coming out to different people. Um, yeah. You mentioned your grandma. I was kind of curious. Uh, yeah. Like, so first of all, maybe how what was it like coming out to your parents? And Who then, did you like, come out to people? first? Yeah. I came out to. Who did I come out to first? I think it might have been my boss at my job. Interesting mm-hmm. that that's Well, she was one. really like we had a really good relationship, and she was like I I consider her a friend. Yeah. But okay. um. It was a family-owned business, so I was their only employee, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we and we would sit, you know, for hours and just chat. So mm-hmm. I think, and because she was still like somewhat removed from my personal life, because she was mm-hmm. my employer, I felt safe to 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 like say maybe is maybe this is how I feel. And yeah, she was. I think it's easier to talk to strangers. Yeah, sometimes and, it, is. it is. And she was super, and I knew she, I knew the kind of person she was, and I knew mm-hmm. she would be mm-hmm. really happy and more, you know. Accepting, accepting of it yeah. so i felt okay to tell her honestly that's why i have a job because it's easier to talk to a stranger yeah than people you oh are. yeah for <laughs> sure for sure and so like and i think i told a couple of my friends i don't really remember who was first but yeah with my parents it's funny because it, what is this like the third third time i had to come out Mm-hmm. So it was like in high school when you I came lost, out three times. Yeah, it's oh, a mess. Wow. When I was in, oh. high, in high school and I lost my virginity to a boy, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, you know, they found out and they're just like, oh, you know, everyone goes through this. You're just experimenting it. And I'm like, 
I don't think everyone goes through this, but um, <laughs> no. like whatever you say. Yeah, they were just like, we've all done it, whatever. Uh, and I'm like, like yeah, you, okay, let's use mom. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. We've all given blowjobs to men and- for drugs, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so basically, like they they weren't upset. They were just like, you know, it's fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really religious. They're very very oh. Christian. I grew up. Going to church every Sunday, sometimes twice a week, sometimes on yeah. Wednesdays, you know. Yeah, Wednesday night. Really? Yeah. They're very involved. I hated the Wednesday night. They I know. always made you go on Wednesday. Yeah. Like, why can't we watch shows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why can't we just watch I TV? I need to watch Real Housewives of New Jersey. What are you doing? <laughs> I, know, I know, right? No, but um, they, uh, so, was real, they so were that very was the involved. first coming out. Yeah. I guess to the family member. Yeah. Actually, most of my family, extended family, doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I plan on telling them eventually. It's just sure. like, the right time and place, you know, and mm-hmm. I don't see a lot of them yeah. that often, but yeah, my parents, I guess. So the first time was, was that. And the second time is after I moved away for the first time and then moved back home. Mm-hmm. So I had the freedom to like express myself, my sexuality more. So I was like, you know, I'm, I like boys. I'm, I'm gay at the moment. I thought I was gay or whatever. Right. So I told them that and then that they not take very well. Well, my mom, oh, they didn't took it. They didn't take it as well the second time? N- no. Um, my dad didn't. Uh, yeah. My mom, it was a little bit easier for her. But then they kind of got over it. Yeah. They moved um, on. And they then, accepted it. Yeah. And then uh, this time around, the last time, with the whole trans thing, they were... It's like at this point they're like, okay, throw it at it. Like, what else? What else? <laughs> they're just like, what else they you got? They kind of come to yeah. terms with the fact yeah. that you were... And different the, in some way and what's yeah. bizarre about the whole thing is i think they took that a lot easier yeah you know because w- the bible's really confusing and there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of stu- yeah. there's a lot of ways to interpret things it's it's really complex yeah, it was written two thousand years ago. yeah and it's very com- <laughs> it's like a super like intricately written complex well it's written by like many many different yeah. authors, many authors. So, so i guess in yeah. their minds perhaps they were like oh okay he's not gay if he if 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 she's a woman, then you know she's not gay. So oh, so it's actually easier for them to accept it. They Maybe. actually have that in uh, I think is it Saudi Arabia where oh, Iran. it's a oh, Iran where it's illegal to be gay, but if if you transition, if they capture if they catch them in the act, they allow them to transition to yeah. them. So it makes it end up where gay men are transitioning, so they don't get their heads cut off. Yeah, yeah. It's like I uh. mean, yeah, it's the lesser of two evils. It's not the best way of doing it, but. But in their culture, they see a man transitioning as normal because right. they're like, "Oh, they were just born with the a wrong." Woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there but can't be acceptance of being gay, which is something is, I think everybody still needs to. And that's work just because the show is like cultural. <laughs> that's why, like you know, who's like we talked about before, which minority is being discriminated against? Mm-hmm. It's like all it's different in every culture, so mm-hmm. it's like yeah. that's how you know it's all just like bullshit. Because yeah. Everyone but, should just be whatever they want. Yeah, do what you want. Just be yourself. Yeah. Don't discriminate. Can we just love people like, for who they are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, how did you choose your name? You've chosen the name Sarah. Right. Um, I love this story. Yeah. So <laughs> you already know it. I do. I so a lot with a lot of trans people, whether they're like female to male, male or male to female, whatever, they choose their name. Um, and everyone's journey is different. I don't, you know, everyone has their own reasons for like why they identify with a particular name. Mm-hmm. So when I was thinking about that, or initially I was like kind of feminizing my birth name. Mm-hmm. And they all sounded just stupid, just so <laughs> stupid. So I was like, okay, well, this doesn't sound like me. 
Right. So then I remember like a conversation I had with my mom about um, the name they would have given me um, if I was bio, you know, born biologically female. Right. And I just thought, you know, this is like a really easy way to just decide it. Yeah. If they if they already had a if name they already that. had a name, I'll just stick with that. And it yeah. felt like it fit. Um, and it's also the name of my grandmother. Yeah. So another reason why I chose is because I really look up to her, and she was like a very strong feminine role model in my life. Um, which I'm not out to her yet, but I'm you were talking about that earlier. Doing you were, it soon. You were talking about doing it soon. How do you feel about that? Are you it's scary about- because you know my parents have always been super type B lax parents. They, yeah. Even though they were really religious, they were strict with the religion thing. But like, mm-hmm. as far as anything else, like if I was, you know, dressing a certain way or dyed my hair a certain way, like they were never like, oh, you have to change it. No, they just let me, it, they let me like visually express how I wanted to be. They mm-hmm. they weren't really. And then with school, they were like, you know, just choose what you want to do and whatever you want to do you know, will support you right. job wise mm-hmm. or whatever. Whereas my grandma was more of that like um foundation. Kind of old school. Um, old school, but she's also yeah. like really like uh pushes me to to do things that I might not normally do. Yeah. Um because oh, okay. my parents weren't like big like pushers. Like you know what I mean? Like they kind of just let let it go with the flow kind of people where my grandma's more like you know, you have this potential to do this. You need to do it. Right. Um, which was good. I mean, it's good to have a balance mm-hmm. of structure and encouragement. And encouragement. Guidance. Yeah. So um, sounds like you have a really good family. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I, I do. Um, and that's the thing. Sometimes it's the hardest to come out to your family. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you, you worry know? about rejection. Yeah. I've yeah. come out to I've told strangers before. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, what are they gonna do? Like, they can't. Who cares? You yeah, know if they mean? reject you, you just walk away yeah. and you never hear. Like, well, I guess we're not good friends anymore. Like, Who's right. gonna hate? You know. <laughs> and at the end of the day, like, <laughs> but if it's a family member, yeah, that's like, you your really grandmother care about or them, your you mother, know? right? Yeah. And at the end of the day, like, if I was disowned or or they didn't believe me or they didn't accept me, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lose any sleep. Like, I know who I am. I'm confident in who I am, and mm-hmm. I'm proud of who I am. So regardless of their acceptance or not, mm-hmm. I am doing the right thing and I'm making myself happier and living a better life. However, obviously it's nice to have, you know, it's nice to be able to be around your family and not worry yeah. about that stuff and yeah. just to be accepted. So yeah, well. it would be nice. So I'm hoping yeah. it goes well. Yeah. Um, we'll definitely follow up. I'll, <laughs> I'll call in and yeah yeah so you know let's talk a little bit about the disowning thing not necessarily to you but you have a few statistics about yeah. um uh, like what well we'll get to the other stuff too sure. just keep a mental note honey <laughs> got it but like i'm really curious what you know about other people's experience with this situation like yeah. how many people are disowned you know yeah so i've done is. a lot of research about this um just because i at heart i'm i'm like a bleeding heart liberal and i, I want to help everyone and i want you know what i mean Understood. so yeah. yeah so um i have some some facts here 41 percent of transgender people attempt suicide oh, wow. i am in i could be included in that i, oh, yeah. I attempted suicide twice this was oh. i talk about it openly just to be to show people that it's like you know it's okay yeah it happens and you can pick yourself back up and and you know keep going but those times um were times where i 
before I came out. Mm-hmm. So I was had all these internal struggles and issues that I didn't even I couldn't even identify why. Yeah. So it was just a really hard time. But you know, um, my parents are really well versed and knowledgeable about mental illness because it runs in our family. So they were mm-hmm. incredibly supportive. I got I went I went to rehab. I got through therapy. That's good. And it was I came out better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was, it's a good success story. However, for a lot of people, it's it's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Suicide is normally not a good experience. Yeah. 19 percent have experienced violence or abuse from a family member. Twenty six percent have lost a job due to their identity, which I want to also touch on. Um, I don't know the exact number, but over half of the 50 states, it's still legal to fire to be fired for being transgender oh, wow. and there's a few states that are it's still legal to be fired for being gay i think we're in one right what? now missouri That's missouri terrible. might yes but but the thing is the, the reason I'm why i'm shocked by these things yeah like, i think the reason why doing? it doesn't happen as much is because people know now with twitter and social mm-hmm. media if you do shit like that like you're gonna be there's like, a lot of flack especially for a, a bigger flack. company get, like, yeah yeah yeah. So like I, the job I work for now, the company, it's like it's based in California. So we go by California laws. So I don't got to worry about that. But it works. Um, so, guys, I'm going to go use the restroom. Because, OK, uh, this is our this is ninth inning stretch <laughs> <laughs> because she can't hold her bathroom for more than 10 minutes. OK, yeah, we'll keep going while she's gone. I, I'd like to ask real quick what gender dysphoria is. That was. Oh, yeah. So that's basically your... the clinical term for being transgender i see so um a a, a you know book di- uh, definition would be the condition of feeling one's emotional and psychological identity as male or female to be opposite to one's biological sex i see so gender dysphoria is basically the psychological term for being transgender Trans. yeah so it's actually recognized by um the american psych Psychiatric Association, and it's in the DSM-5. I see. So it's a real, it's the real deal, you know? I see. Um, and actually getting this information and these uh, coming from a more like scientific perspective actually helped my parents yeah. come to terms with it a lot easier. Probably helped them understand. Yeah, my dad's, a engin- my dad's an engineer, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And he's very black and white by the book. My yeah. mom's more like, you know, open-minded, like, yeah. you know, um, granola, 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 you know, all that stuff. So, um, so for her, it was a little bit easier, but for my dad, like he's a really logical person. So this is actually how I kind of came out to him with giving him a lot of this information, yeah, you give him a lot of information just that so helps. that like it, and he took it a lot easier, I think. Um, yeah. because once you know, like this is not some made up stuff it's not made up right like a lot there's a misconception a lot of people say like oh you're just confused mm-hmm. like you'll regret it in a year or two you know yeah. stuff like that and but some what people, do you say to that like i mean you have to angela's back yeah back, and she's back <laughs> i think people can think that and they have the freedom to think that and the right mm-hmm. to think that but sure. at the end of the day people need to understand that everyone has a different journey mm-hmm. and who am i to say your journey's wrong right just because i am not doing it it doesn't mean they shouldn't be able to do it so i think for a lot of people especially if especially when they're involving laws yeah and like making these authoritarian kind of laws yeah it's kind of like mind your your sexuality mind your business mind your business i go bathroom where i want you know (laughs) one thing i can't 
understand about like these weird laws is that like to me I think laws are there to protect us from each other Uh and not hurting each other. So like if it really isn't doing that, then it's just discrimination. Well, it's also just completely hypocritical um, that most of these laws are put out by the right mm-hmm. and um and you know there's nothing wrong with being conservative but i'm just talking mm-hmm. about like the radical like right wing oh yeah people who mm-hmm. claim to want limited government but then you're con- you're telling people who they can't and can marry you're right. telling trans people not to be who they are mm-hmm. but then you say i oh the, i don't want the government in my life yeah. Like, yeah, but I'm okay with I, I the church like, being in the government. I feel like yeah. that whole thing of saying I don't want the government in my life, like that's why you're conservative. I'm pretty sure like the only people who benefit from that are like the companies who really like, yeah. fund a lot of that stuff. Like they don't want the government interfering in their business. Yeah, that's they don't it. want them to tax. But they them do anymore. want to yeah. be able to tell you what to do with your body, with your life, right. with, with your, your mind. sex life, which has none of. It's they so don't even silly. Know what I mean, do they is. care who you're banging? Why? Yeah. Why should they care? Yeah, I mean, a lot of laws. Like regarding sex, um, or only recently like abolished. Oh yeah, like yeah. in the eighties and nineties, there there were you can look and there was laws that like oh before that it was illegal, mm-hmm. well, but it was still going on. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. there like, are still in, weird laws about sex toys I in different Alabama. Yeah. I'm pretty sure sex toys are illegal in Alabama. And it's like, what? Why? But I mean, it's <laughs> Alabama. What do you expect? It's so bizarre. It's um, but here, I'll finish. This just in, don't live in Alabama. <laughs> I know. Well, they're too busy, you know. To all our Alabama they're listeners, too busy we, messing love around. we love you, Alabama. Just leave Alabama. Just leave there. No, the people are fine. <laughs> I was going to say they're too busy messing around with their cousins. But. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Not all of just them. Just kidding. But if that's I their know. journey. My family. It's, if that's your journey. Yeah, it's their journey. No, my family's from the South, so I, I'm allowed to oh, say yeah. that. I'm like, from you Texas. Do you. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Where are you from originally? Oh, I'm born and raised in st louis oh, okay yeah um but i want to go back to some of those some more of the statistics, statistics that are um, important yeah so 50% have experienced harassment in the workplace um and then this is a really big one 72% of all lgbt homicide victims are transgender females hmm. 68% so this is out of the entire this is just reported hate crimes i mean most go mm-hmm. unreported yeah um but within the reported hate crimes um, regarding lesbians, gay, bisexual, mm-hmm. transgender. 68% of all of those are transgender women of color. Huh. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So um, they have it. It's an even harder, harder journey for them. It's harder if race is involved. Yep. Yeah. And, and In general. It's, it's from yeah. within their own community and from um, the majority community. So there are transgender people who are racist no, no, no! I'm or, saying. So what, what, what <laughs> well, yeah, saying? they're called Caitlyn Jenner, but um, <laughs> no, like I'm saying, I'm saying that um, with like being in the black. First of all, community. being a minority in America in general is already freaking hard, yeah, especially now. Yeah. So when you add the being gay or being trans on top of that, it's tough. You know, mm-hmm. it's when you're from like lower economic areas or when you're from places where. It's already hard to get work. It's already hard to make a living. Yeah. And then you throw in the trans card. How are you going to afford to transition? It's, it's, like, it's, yeah. it's really hard. Well, yeah. and I wonder if the mentality is we already have it hard enough. Why do you got to add this? Mm-hmm. And it's not like the transgender person is like trying to slight their community. I yeah. mean, this is just where they are and, and what process they're going through. But I do notice that in um, certain minority groups, mm-hmm. it, it's really hard to... Um, like be accepting of people who are even in that group yeah. even more 
um, minority. I don't know how you would phrase it. Like even more of a minority. <laughs> you're so min. You're even more minority. You're than like normal. a double, triple whammy yeah. minority. And so anyway. that's what, like with you know racial, <laughs> racial. I, know, uh, terrible, I don't right? know what that sentence meant. I don't but even know what I mean. They're I'm there. With it. They're there. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I was gonna say racial. Um, privileges and biases like extend mm-hmm. with to within the you know even the gay community itself has r- their own race racist yeah. problems with yeah. you know you know all having more like white prominent clubs versus like mm-hmm. the black clubs or you know what i mean so that's just the ever that's pervasive in every corner of society yeah. every culture so, yeah. has it just because somebody like so we were talking about this uh-huh. before the show started that like you know i learn about a lot of people in the kink and the poly communities and that in itself is a very unique thing for somebody mm-hmm. to come out unique and be minority. open about yeah. that right but yeah. like even in those communities where you think oh these people would be very open and accepting of all people of other sometimes people who there's are still like yeah. racist issues yeah. like well no you can be open who, with who you are sexually but not mm-hmm. with your race and it's like what yeah not all of them of course these oh, are right like right actions, sure right everybody's their own unique bird yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's something that it's just it's you're a bird our snowflake a right snowflake. you're a snowflake i'm a beautiful snowflake i'm a snowflake <laughs> I was thinking of actually being melt. a snowflake for Halloween. You're going to be oh, a snowflake? Be cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our daughter's going to be Yoda. Yep. She's or maybe I'll dress up as Tommy Lauren and then dress up as her dressing up as a snowflake. That might be fun. Oh. Too. <laughs> it's like a, that's going meta yes. in the costume. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Six times more likely to experience police brutality than, wow. than white. So oh, wow. trans people of color specifically are six times more likely to experience police brutality than a white cisgender person. Hmm. So it's kind of shows the two extremes. Right. Um, A one out of five transgender people will be homeless at one point in their life. And they are twice as likely to be unemployed than the average American. And then for trans people of color, it's four times as likely to be Hmm. unemployed. That's rough. So yeah. Um, that's that's some some stuff. Some very dark statistics. It is dark, yeah. and um, it, it but it's the reality for a lot of people, and uh, that's why raising awareness is so important. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, definitely. Wow, it just kind of like floors you, you know, when you actually yeah. look at the statistics, and you're like, wow, like, I mean, that like, must be a hard. This life. is a hard enough thing to do to transition right. to like come to terms with the fact that oh, I'm different, and I, you know, like when you mentioned the suicide statistic, I thought to myself, well, no wonder, mm-hmm. like if you really are facing that many odds, yeah, it's like how can I live with myself? I, I you know, my community doesn't accept mm-hmm. me, my family doesn't accept me, I'm homeless, I can't get a job. I mean, and they're trying to accept themselves as well because that's work. It's some of them, it's new for them, and they're oh, trying to be yeah, accepting yeah. of them their own transition right yeah a lot of times uh sex work is um perceived as like the only way out for a lot of people and that's why you know um it's just a cycle like you you know you're you're from a negative situation but the only way out is like another negative situation and yeah Mm -hmm. it's hard you know um but yeah i mean i think we're getting there we have a long long way to go but um you know it's it's just the the uh, state we're in at the moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's talk a little bit more about transitioning. Sure. So we talked a little bit about the facial surgery. Uh-huh. What are the other surgeries that you plan to go through? Yourself? Yeah, for me personally, I um, plan to go through F- FFS and then eventually go through GRS. With GRS is the actual 
gender Re- reassignment surgery. Right. So okay. reconstruction of the genitalia. Wow. Um, but it's it's an important thing to to note that um, a lot of trans people don't ever go through either, mm-hmm. and they don't want to. It's not necessarily because they can't afford it, but a lot of people just don't want to. You know, they're yeah. like, I have a penis and I'm happy having a penis, or yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I look the way I look and that's fine. Yeah. And I think it's really important to destigmatize that and realize like those people are just as valid mm-hmm. as the trans people who are passable. Sure. Mm-hmm. Because they're the ones who aren't passable are the ones who are going to get hate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's something just to take note of. And are there reasons why somebody, so like one you didn't mention that you're not necessarily doing, but like there's a bollectomy too. Oh yeah. Some just pe- to talk about the different Yeah. Like you can um, remove like your testicles, which takes out like, the production of testosterone. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times though, if you go, I was going to get that surgery, yeah. but mm-hmm. I, I backed out of it because a lot of, t- a lot of surgeons who do the full sex change, um, will not operate on you if you've had that area worked on before. Oh, why so, is that? Um, just because I guess every surgeon has different ways of doing things and they don't know that what the previous doctor did or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and complications can arise, but it's not every doctor that will refuse that. But um, what are some mostly. of the different reasons why somebody would choose either to do a bolectomy or do the full transition or to not do it? Yeah. You know, like, cause there's three. I don't know. It's there. really like everyone. Um, it's really just up to personal ch- choice. Yeah. For me, like I, you know, if I couldn't ever, you know, get, GRS, I wouldn't be devastated. I wouldn't mm-hmm. like it wouldn't be the end of the world, but it's something I I definitely want yeah. eventually. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that is, but that's pretty intense. Because so, and a lot of times there's a lot of risk, a lot of risk with that surgery. Yeah, uh-huh. there's been people whose vaginal cavity and anal cavity have collapsed, and you can die. Yeah, so oh, wow. it's not like just like a little, it's not like a boob job right, or, or a nose, nose job. job it, yeah. It's like it's a very they're, sensitive area. They're creating a scar in your body that resembles a vagina, but That's it's the but the body treats it as a scar. So it tries oh. to heal. Yeah, so you have to dilate for like years mm-hmm. and years yeah, after. Yeah, it keeps like a dilator yeah. in there to make it a hole cuz it's hard like So it's... they remove the testicles and then reform They reform the skin of the of the uh, scrotum and um what's the shaft part called? I think it's the shaft. shaft the I don't know. The, the, the actual <laughs> penis and the uh-huh. scrotum, they they um use that skin uh-huh. to reconstruct. Ouch. A, oh, yeah, you can watch videos online. No. It's, oh, yeah, we're, we're not going to. But thank, I mean, if you have no, good I mean, links, I, like, no, I can post them on the Yeah, podcast. it's really like, um, it's intense. But so a lot of people don't want to take the risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it can also affect, can it affect like your ability well, to you get post. So, I, yeah, yeah, I wanted to ask that. Can you orgasm yes, post? you yeah. can. Yep, okay. you can still orgasm. I mean, they they make you a clitoris, so yeah. okay, you still got it. You know the sensations. Mm-hmm. All right, all um, right. interesting. But uh, yeah, I mean, you can. Do you still come? Uh I don't know. I mean, I know I that. Know. Well, with my with people I know who've who've gotten GRS, they they still like they they can get wet. 
Oh, they see. can get wet. Yeah. I was, that's why I was thinking, like, you know, would you need to use more lubrication? Because, like, there's kind of a natural lubricating system going on. But With like, a real vagina, This yeah. is the, the, the penis has thing, it too. though. I've actually, like, talked to doctors who do this surgery. And what they say is that, like, initially when you were in utero, it was the same thing. Yeah. Just one got testosterone and one got and uh, estrogen. And yeah. so, like... It's interesting that the body can shape itself into the other thing because it's it's essentially the same part. So like the penile tissue is just shaft, internal. Is the, the same penile yeah. tissue that is in in the vagina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People are like what? There's penile tissue in a vagina? Yes. Yeah. There well, actually, is. like the clitoral hood is essentially a foreskin. Yes, mm-hmm. they're very similar. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And the clitoris has eight thousand. Uh, nerve endings and the penis head has 4,000 nerve endings and we got extra nerve endings. yeah we got next to er, extra nerve <sighs> endings. ours are really just spread special. out over larger but areas yours are spread out over yeah. the so, whole well, head I, the so mine might only have four i don't know you yeah well feet. that's i mean i i just found out that statistic of the training this weekend so i was like well that's interesting but yeah. like still similar parts and they mm-hmm. can be transitioned I have heard, um, and I may be wrong on this, but like I have heard that it's a little bit easier to do the penis to the vagina versus the vagina to the penis. Mm-hmm. Or do you know something? Different? Yeah, I think for trans men who, which are women transitioning male to, to men, or sorry, female, female to male, to male. Mm-hmm. identify as trans men. So another thing for a lot of people who don't know a lot about this, it can get confusing. Mm-hmm. So I'll make it really easy. Trans man is someone who is tra- who has transitioned into a man. Got it. Okay. Trans woman is someone who has tra- transitioned into a woman. A lot of people will call like trans men trans mm-hmm. women because they're like, oh, it was a woman, but no, but it's like where no, you're going it's, towards. It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So for trans men, it's I, definitely confusing. So <laughs> the surgery, the surgery for male to female has a lot more research backed mm-hmm. into it, and it's been going on for a long time. Yeah, since like the seventies. Okay. Um. The, you know, penile construction for, like, a trans man, like, they're still experimenting with a lot of different techniques. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it is a little bit uh, more difficult. I don't know that much about it just because Mm -hmm. I'm not doing it. But I know that it is possible. um, But I know, like, a lot of doctors in Thailand are working on different methods. Mm -hmm. Um, I know there's one where you can... uh, they're working on one where you can like squeeze your ball sack and it inflate it like inflates the oh it's like pumps yeah like a like pump the shoes that you would pump up to make yeah. it erect yeah um, but they use I th- that some for people with erectile dysfunction just yeah later or like, like there's a pump and John yeah. Bobbitt you know Lorena Bobbitt I don't know <laughs> so in the nineties there was a woman who cut off her story. husband's penis <laughs> and he could he could not get an erection without a pump after that. Oh, yeah, because That's it why. was disconnected. Oh, <laughs> because it, it had been severed, so it didn't act the same. So he, ha- he actually has a pump. What he did pumps he do? He must have really fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Know. He didn't do the dishes last uh, night. And like, she was like, oh, no, I, just, I, I think he I think, do the dishes for I think he wife. actually <laughs> raped her. Oh. That was why she did it. Oh, so it's like. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was. Yeah. Like, okay, well, so. So it was definitely a crime of her. Like, yeah, 100%. She's like, you're not going to rape me. Yeah, she was just put into like a. Medical oh, yeah. kind of recovery. Well, there, I think there is it. that one scripture in the Bible is to say a dick for a dick. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, does it really? <laughs> I think uh, it's kind of along those lines. Yeah. I don't know. It's in like I the Old Testament. Eye for an yeah. eye. Eye for an eye. You know what? I mean, like, I mean, same concept. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> dick for a dick. <laughs> that works. So, are you worried about the. <laughs> the surgery at all on that no because i i have to say when she she was talking to me about it before she was like oh yeah then they removed the balls i'm like immediately i had a, like a no, I'm like, reaction, cut me up. like pain. i'm ready 
Like I'm you're ready. not worried about it, like pain or anything. You're just ready. I mean, to if go. I like have complications in the surgery and I die, you know oh, what? At least yeah. I was doing what I wanted to do. Right. You know. I mean, I mean that's kind of like a morbid way to think. But I'm sure. just saying, like for me, like I, I don't have any fear. You don't. You don't no. fear it at all. Well, you've already gone huh. through all this process of coming to terms and I've had with other surgeries. Are, and I think it was probably harder before, like trying to come to terms with that, than just accepting. You know what? This is who I am, and I want to take every step that I can to be who I know I am. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I don't know. Like I think that's an important challenge for people to understand that are listening. Is that like. This is a big enough challenge that people think about committing suicide because they don't feel like they are who they are. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's a very painful place to be. And when you get to that point, I think you get to a point where you're like, you know what? I just need to be myself and I can't keep fighting who I am. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and also, a lot of times with just a lot of the stuff that trans people go through on a daily basis, it's mm-hmm. like, I don't care. I, I have no, I got at this point, I'm like, I don't have any fear. <laughs> You know, you know life is hard enough. Like if I mean, surgery is is nothing. Nothing. Well, one know? thing I also want to point out is like, so I do hear people who are confused about this topic saying, uh-huh. like, it's a choice, and they say that about being gay. They say it about being trans. Like, uh, well, they're choosing to transition cho- the surgery. No, no, I mean, but like, the they choice are to, like be a male or a female. No, the choice to that's be all gay or straight. Psychologically, like, you feel like a woman. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And like, I, I struggle with it because, like, every time I talk to yeah, somebody, there's not this, like, why would you, like, first of all, there's a lot of heartache that can come with making a choice like this, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, if it were as simple as a choice, why would you put yourself through the Why heartache? would anyone yeah. choose to have a harder life, first right. of all? Like, really? Nobody yeah. would. Yeah. Second yeah. of all, the only choices being made are people choosing not to understand or empathize with gay yeah. and trans people. That's a choice. Yeah a good way of so, putting that i mean the thing with with i mean for me it's like i have a uh my soul is a woman yeah mm-hmm. and if you're if you're you know scientific or atheist don't believe in souls i mean mm-hmm. you can look at it from a bio- biological perspective yeah. i mean it's your bag of meat is a female yeah <laughs> your brain is wired to be female and we were actually um we met a researcher at a conference uh a psychological i, I think it was was it a sex conference uh, yeah. He did studies on trans mm-hmm. uh, people, and he actually was talking about how, like, the brain itself is actually wired that way. Yeah. Because yeah. in utero, they were given the hormones. Mm-hmm. They yeah. were they were exposed to it in yeah. that way, and it developed their brain that way. But then something goes. Yeah, just as off far as the bit. hormones. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he showed pictures of the brains of people who would say, "No, I feel like I'm biologically female." Mm-hmm. Yeah. They looked like a female brain. And he said they and would have like different chemical levels and yep. hormone yeah. levels. Oh, there's and, so much. Yeah, there's, there's a lot so much more, more research, mm-hmm. which is so awesome because, like, I think the more people research it, the more people will legitimize it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that happened. I mean. Honestly, I think there's more scientific research regarding trans people than than gay people, just because with orientation, it's kind of just it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With gender identity, it's more complex, especially with mm-hmm. your brain function and everything. So it's really cool that they're doing that. Mm-hmm. Well, even with uh, gay people, they say there's a biological component. Oh, he, for that, sure. That researcher was talking about it too. He was like, you can tell based on people's features. Yeah. And like different voice different things like it really is biological yeah. a lot of times i mean have you also knows every like it's not a choice either everyone yeah. seems to have a gay uncle too so maybe sure. it is hereditary <laughs> like literally <laughs> everyone has a gay uncle sure. i'm sure you probably probably have a gay uncle i do actually 
It's interesting. I, I won't mention his name because I can't remember it. But there was a like there was a family <laughs> good, member because you so, don't know it. Well, no, it's good too because like it was real big deal. Like, it was a big in deal. My family again, very very religious, very yeah. Southern point, Baptist, Southern Baptist. Oh no! You know? Oh no! And so when he <laughs> came out, reaction. like he came out on Oprah, he came yeah. all oh, cool. out. Like it was a big thing. But like. It, the hard thing is because the whole family is still very religious. Like there were a lot of, there was actually a lot of backlash. I'm sure there was son. a lot of rejection. Oh, yeah, like yeah. And, and like the school started. He was married, his children, wasn't he? Which was terrible. He, he was like, married uh, to a woman. He was married in a straight relationship, so he came out on Oprah. And so, like, really, the kids. The, the hard thing is, is, the kids had to leave their homes and like go live with other wow. family members because, like, that's Why? how. Because people aren't accepting. Yeah, and but they're so, his like, kids. It doesn't matter. People yeah. are terrible. <laughs> you have say over where your own I kids mean, listen, go. Like, I, I mean, if anyone tried that with me, I said, bitch, I got Oprah on speed yeah, dial. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nobody going to take my me. kids away. Like, doesn't <laughs> I mean, matter. It was, yeah. just, it was just terrible. You know, Who that's is the he? point. How is he related to you? Uh, like, it was an aunt's. It was like a cousin of an. It was like a once removed. It was like a distant relative. It's a distant kin, relative. Some kind of kin. kin. I mean, I it's see, hard yeah. to go. Maybe you share. All you share a great grandmother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think it was my mom's cousin's kid. Something like that. Sure. Or you whatever. have a huge family. I know. Yeah. I do. My my grandfather had like thirteen siblings. So oh, like gosh. there's all these different lines. It's like a herd so of children. But also with I think with even within like Christianity or Islam or any religion, mm-hmm. there's certain denominations that are way more intense and mm-hmm. anti-gay. And I think oh, yeah. Baptist is like one of the most they notorious. Are. They are. They um, are. You know, my, my mom and dad were, are non, non-denominational. non mm-hmm. So it's a little less um, about like doctrine and more about at, like per- doing good things like for yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. It's less um, about hate probably. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I for love sure. that kind of religion. That sounds good. Yeah. Like, we respect everybody's religion, but I do like the ones that tend to be more compassionate. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And there's Baptist <laughs> churches that, that are very open to gay people. It's yeah. not, it's not overarching thing, but I'm just saying mm-hmm. like, there can just be the history of the sense. South and the history of like, you know, mm-hmm. the religious South, it, it's intense, you know? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Religion and like gay and trans has definitely has a bad past. Yeah. Like even yeah. during World War Two, like they were not treated very well. Mm-hmm. It was pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So our PSA for today is don't be a terrible person. Don't be <laughs> a Hitler. <laughs> Show compassion. I think people have to remember. Learn yeah. facts. Get to yeah. know people. What were you gonna oh, say? I was just gonna say like recently with the whole like transgender military ban that's not really a ban because he tweeted it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's not how executive orders work. Well, you know, people, I think. <laughs> Wait, I'm just a tweet, an American tweet. And I'm going to somehow become a bill? No, that doesn't no. work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're going to actually revamp Schoolhouse Rock Trump Edition. It's going to be great. <laughs> no it. way. Is somebody no, really no, doing that? I mean, no, that joking. would be the greatest cartoon I know. ever. I'll work on it. Yeah, oh, we need to make no. that. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, because. <laughs> Well, but, you know, like, I do want to put in a little plug for some politics. Like, if you really care about You're these plugging issues, politics. I am. I am. I don't know what that means. Getting involved in your <laughs> local uh, chapter or branch. I like, I do see people, like, after Trump got elected, everybody got really political on Facebook. And my, yeah. my retort was always, you know, these aren't making it to your House of Representatives. Why don't you call your legislator? Yeah. yeah. And so it's or write a letter or an email. You can't write awesome things on Facebook or Twitter, but, like, they oh, don't I deleted have the Facebook. same... Oh, I you deleted... 
But they don't have the same impact as either getting involved it in your have any party impact. or calling your legislator and telling them what you think. Yeah. And what I have learned is that Republicans call their representatives five times more than mm-hmm. Democrats yep. do. Yeah. And yeah. that is what gets things done. It's calling and bugging them bugging constantly. Them. Remember, the also, squeaky wheel gets the grease. Voting? Yeah. Voting? Like a lot of people complain about, oh, the system doesn't really represent me, so I'm not going to vote. That's the reason it doesn't represent you is you're not voting. Yeah. It yeah. pisses me off. Yeah. It's, I mean, uh, I try really hard to urge millennials to, to vote. I mean, because mm-hmm. it's so important. And I mean, soon enough, all these old racist people are going to die off. So we might as well just get, you know, prepared. <laughs> yeah, for make it for, let's make it for a modern world. Our laws. Yeah. That'd work out. Or not. Excuse Should have been Bernie. <laughs> we can't but go back. We get a pumpkin American yeah. as a president. Right, so I think we've covered mm-hmm. a lot of the topics. Are there yeah. any final things that we haven't covered that are really important? I think I or, got all my questions. Yeah, answered. I got all my questions answered. Or any know. just things like you would say to people listening that are like, this yeah, need to Yeah, I know. think back to the... Well, I, the point I was trying to get at with the, with the military thing is mm-hmm. people should understand that like whether you're gay or trans or whatever... These people can be teachers. These people can be, you know, fighting for the country and mm-hmm. for your freedom. Yeah, they're soldiers. They yep. can be um, anybody you know on the street. So mm-hmm. it's just, I, I would encourage people to just maybe get to know somebody or, you know, learn a little bit about it. Or, um, you know, even if you don't know any trans people, get to know a gay person or get to know yeah. any type of minority, yeah. whether it be like mm-hmm. a sexual minority or a racial minority just like knowing people is really like the best way to yeah. teach yeah because yelling at them is not going to change them <laughs> <laughs> wait you mean when i yell at somebody that doesn't make them love i know me? isn't it wild you know, it's funny, it doesn't like, make their life better job yeah. because couples keep yelling at each other instead of listening to oh. each other so angela's a little bit like well you keep on yelling a little bit you, so i can get paid well, yeah I mean, she <laughs> profits from their pain I profit from no their she pain profits from terrible. helping them i profit helping people but really like a lot of people while they understand that logically they still yell to get their point across yeah oh yeah oh i do <laughs> well so thank you for joining us no thank you guys uh, for having me yeah, yeah thank so you much for fun. being on and we so, learned a lot um awesome. are there so like we always say are there any links you want to plug like if people want to learn more about this where are good websites to go um I was trying to think of ones that I know are good. I know the World Health Organization has really good information. Yeah, do they? Um, yeah, I don't know if there's any good transgender websites. That you know Gosh, of. I know there's a couple organizations, really prominent organizations. I don't, I don't. Okay, know their well, names, that's we'll try to include them. <laughs> yeah, and of course. If you need therapy, it's www.therapistinsaintlouis.com. Yeah. Yeah. and there are for people listening. There are a, um, there are a variety of trans friendly. And LGBT friendly therapist in St. Louis. Yeah. Oh yeah, like Angela. Like Angela. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So like, don't be. You know, don't worry about about uh, that too much. Like, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and you can even. I think there's links online that will show you all the doctors in your area that mm-hmm. um, are LGBT. Mm-hmm friendly so maybe we can find that link and post it yeah, with the thing. yeah. yeah. we'll find that and we'll put it in the blog sounds good okay sounds good. and this has been the about sex podcast and please subscribe review mm-hmm. us on itunes and have a good night goodbye everybody